Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. Saturday morning to you. Thank you so much for listening to our radio show. It's Drive Time Radio. My name is New York Vinny. If we haven't met yet, welcome to our regular Saturday morning at 8 a.m. meeting where we get together and talk cars, the world of automotive, good and bad. Uh, We review cars. We talk about cars. We look at the car culture. We look at what's happening in cars uh, this past week. Uh, What a week. Certainly a week that um, cars become secondary to many other things in life as we have lived through um, a pandemic. If you're listening to this show, I'm supposing that you're like me and you've lived through it. And um, now uh, civil unrest in our country that always um, makes people uncomfortable as it should make people uncomfortable. Uh, We don't get into politics uh, on this show. This show, we preach, be kind to each other. Enjoy. One of the great things about cars and the love of cars is that it brings people together from all walks of life, all different nations, all different races, all different creeds. When it comes to automobiles, we we all drive this, you know, we all learn how to drive similarly. I was going to say we all drive the same way, but, you know, some people drive on the left-hand side of the street, some people drive on the right-hand side of the street. So we don't all drive the same way, but the principles um, are the same. A stop sign means a stop sign, whether it's in, um, Zimbabwe, or whether it's in Brooklyn. Uh, a red light, a green light, a yellow light mean the same, whether they're in Rome, Italy, or Rome, Georgia. The signs of driving are universal. I, I wonder sometimes, as I drive down the street and observe other drivers, if people understand those signs, but they're supposed to be universal. They're supposed to, it's supposed to be, you know, I, if you know me and you've listened to me for a long time, you know what a baseball fan I am. I love baseball, love the Mariners, had a, had a big part in keeping the Mariners here in Seattle. And I thought that and used to think that baseball was a very universal language, part of the reason why I got behind keeping the Mariners here. Uh, when they were threatening to leave back in the 90s, was that I thought it was something that brought cultures of all kinds together. Everybody could go to the ballpark and sit in a seat next to somebody else that might be their neighbor, that might be from thousands of miles away, and there for a visit. But you all sat in the same place. Um, Maybe that's less true now, the way they've structured prices in the game. But the principle stays the same, that people from all different walks of life come together at the ballpark. Well, when it comes to cars, uh, people from all different walks of life. Now, you may drive um, a, a Ferrari, or you may drive a Falcon. You may um, have... A high-performance car, you may have uh, a Prius, electric or gas. But there's still um, uh, among people the the need for a car. Uh, In many places, the basic want to know how a car works. And... The uh, having to get a car repaired, you know, all the things that go along with it. I've been to car shows, I've been to seminars, I've been to all different kinds of automotive events. 
And I see faces of all colors. I see um, people of, of, of all types. Not so much women, but, but more women are getting involved in, you know, the, the automotive fandom part of it. Um, but there's a universal language of, of, of love of cars. A few years ago, well, now about five years ago, I guess it was, I went to Cuba on a trip uh, where we would seek out and talk to car club people. There's a, there's a big car club scene in Cuba with all those old cars. They have to work together because they don't have the means to fix them down there like we do. And you see, I mean, I know you always see those pictures of the cars, you know, the, the 55 Packards and the Chevys and the, the, the Fords and so on and so forth that are beat up and rattle-trapped and the fenders are falling off. But there's also a big scene down there of really nicely restored, beautiful collector cars. I could show you some pictures and maybe sometime I'll put them up on the Drive Time Radio site at www.drivetime-radio.com. Uh, put them up there of some of the cars and some of the people. And that was our common language down there. We got a chance to ride around. We didn't ride around. Well, we rode around on buses in some instances. But in many other instances, we went to places uh with these car club people that came and took us around and showed us the, um, you know, kind of the real Cuba and what was going on around cars. We went to a repair shop. We did this. um, I did a thing where I wanted to find, in all the pictures I had seen of Cuba, I had never found a Corvette. I had never seen a Corvette. So I wanted to find the Corvette. The rumor is there's only five of them on the island of Cuba. Excluding the military base. I don't know what's at at Guantanamo Bay, if how many servicemen may have brought theirs over, if they have any. But that was the rumor that there was only five. Uh, One afternoon we found two. Um, and, And... so you can imagine, you know, a Cuban enthusiast who didn't speak much English and me and a couple of other people, and we're talking about these cars. And, you know, luckily I know a little bit of Spanish when it comes around cars. My dad used to have um, mechanics from Argentina that worked for him, and they spoke Spanish and Cuba, and they spoke Spanish. So I learned kind of the basic car language. I know what a clutch, you know, a fracción is a clutch, and... A freno is a brake and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So at least I knew enough to communicate. But it was just, um, it was a language that, you know, and a common interest that many people could gather around. Now, I know that the wounds in our country run deeper than that. I know the wounds that are going on right now run deeper than that. And it's, it's going to be a time for self-examination and, and for, for many people. But the one thing that I think remains constant in this is that feeling of getting in your car or getting on your motorcycle or getting in your RV and taking a ride and escaping from it, whether it be a day, uh, an hour, or a week, or two weeks, or three weeks. That's why I think, if I'm not, if, and I may be wrong, because it's only my opinion, is that I have nothing to back it up, no fact to back it up yet. We're working on a vacation show for next week. Uh, where we'll explore some car vacation options. But 
my feeling is from talking to people that RVs are going to be hot this summer. That people are going to, because of the pandemic, because of everything that's gone on, that people are going to uh, take their money that they were going to spend on vacations uh, and maybe a couple of families get together or, or and rent a big RV or maybe a family rents a smaller RV. But those types of trips where you're not interacting with a lot of people at the same time, where you, you're communicating more with the earth and nature and and... I don't know if you want to say it feels more organic. I think those trips are going to be more in style over the next couple of years. I think that this, um, that people are, you know, if, if they don't own a house up a Chelan or something like that, that you better book your campground early. Because I think that those types of trips, the types of trips where we get out, where we drive and we don't fly over the country. We get out of the car and we look at things and we see where we live and we talk to people. Are going to be much more prevalent over the next couple of years than the trip to the amusement park or the trip to the crowded beach. I just um I just think that that after this is, uh, you know, the, the violence that we see subsides and the panic that we see subsides over the uh, the COVID-19 or the coronavirus, that people are going to want to bring their families closer. And what better way to do that than in an RV or on a camping trip, a car camping trip? Car camping, I think, is going to become real big. Um, I think that people will go and rent, like I'm driving a, uh, Subaru Outback this week and I'm going to take a car camping tonight for one night. Uh, just that, just to get the experience, I want to write about the experience. So I'm going to go and see, find a place and roll out my, uh, my sleeping bag in the back. I've measured it. It's, it's, and, and. Get a night of car camping in. I mean, you have all the conveniences in a car now. I mean, this, this Subaru I'm driving has uh, Wi-Fi, and it has you know, any it has um, uh, you know, large monitor in the middle. I mean, I have a, a an iPad, so you take your whatever movies you want. But I, that's not what I want to do. I want to do the more organic type of uh, of camping where I don't have an iPad with me and I'm not looking at television every minute. Uh, I, I want a car camp somewhere where, you know, there'll be, uh, I'll, I'll be able to get up in the morning and, and sit out there and there won't be a TV on and there won't be um, all the distractions of regular life. Where if I get distracted, it'll be I'm getting distracted by a bear knocking on the window saying, "Excuse me, you're uh, you're blocking my cave," or something like that. But that's to me, that is, you know, I I think that's going to be something that we're going to see a lot more of uh, this summer, this coming summer, if it ever gets here up here in the Puget Sound. But you know, it's. It's June. It's cold, and it's damp. It's supposed to rain today. But that doesn't dampen my enthusiasm for camping, luckily, or for um, or for traveling. Luckily, part of the reason I live up here is because I enjoy the rain. I, I, the gray doesn't bother me. I think I have nicer skin because I'm not living down in Arizona. Or something like that. All right, coming up this morning in our second portion of the show. We don't have a guest today, so it's just going to be you and I. We have our giveaway coming up. We start our summer giveaway. Get your uh, your vacation, your summer started right. We have 
today, and we will have throughout the month, the fine people at JBL have given us speakers to give away, Bluetooth speakers. And I hold in my hand a Clip 3, which I use the Clip. Now, I have a Clip 1, I think it is. This is much improved over the Clip 1. This is the Clip 3. And this is a, a fantastic product, a JBL speaker that um, works uh, by Bluetooth. You plug it in, you charge it. It gives you, I think, 10 hours of speaker time. It's bright orange, so you can't miss it. It's got a clip on it. You can clip it onto your belt. You can clip it onto your, um, your, your car mirror or, or whatever you want, whatever you need to clip it onto. You can clip it on. You can take it with you. It's portable. It'll plug into your uh, USB port. You can use it on your computer. The sound is fantastic. And it's. Uh, I highly recommend it. As I said, I use one myself with, uh, with, with my computer. And I. it sounds um, every bit as good as the, you know, $500 speakers that you buy for your computer. So we're going to give those away um, at the uh, the cartoon of the day today, or cartoon of the week, I should say, which will be, uh, well, be a story behind the cartoon of the week, and I'll tell you about that coming up. We'll tell you how you can win that, so stay tuned and listen. I would also suggest that you register. Uh, you like us on our Facebook page at um, Drive Time Radio and TV on Facebook, that you go there and you like us on Drive Time Radio and TV because uh, I think that we're going to at least give away one of the speakers through our Facebook page. And um, we'll also talk about some of the upcoming uh, car previews that are uh, that are. You know, the manufacturers are starting to move again. Things are starting to loosen up. There are some new cars that are on the way. We'll tell you about some of them. And when we come back, I'll also tell you about... You're gonna, if you had a, a Honda Civic Si, like a 2000, you're going to want to stay tuned and listen to what I'm going to tell you next. If you have, If you have or you think you had, or you had, you sold a 2000 Honda Civic Si or a similar car, don't go away because when we come back from a quick break, we will um, tell you a story that's going to blow your mind. I'm going to blow your mind on Drive Time Radio this morning, I promise you. I will absolutely blow your mind. You won't believe the story, but it's true. It's fact. You can fact check me. I don't lie. I tell you the truth. That's why I'm hosting Drive Time Radio here on 1150 KKNW. It's new. It's new. It's new. The new, new 62 Lark by Studebaker. With big car comfort at compact prices. New, highest, widest doors of all. New, big, sofa-soft, deep padded seats. New, thick, Rich pile rugs and flat flush floors with no trip over sill. New lock limousine stretch out room. Big car comfort at a compact price. New giant lock trunks. Almost 17 cubic feet of cargo space. New big 15 inch wheels give you new riding comfort and surprise. New fresh styling in the big wide wonderful line of larks from Studebaker. Two new Lark Daytonas, America's newest action car in hardtop and convertible styles. With bucket seats, very sporty. A companion console compartment, very spiffy. Available too, four-speed transmission for exhilarating performance. Now enter the most luxurious car you'll find in the compact price range, the Lark Cruiser. More room and luxury than you'll find in most cars. Here's the new 62 Lark hardtop with sliding sunroof. Available on all Lark sedans and hardtops. Simply beautiful. Just peek inside. Look at these big, loungy limousine seats and thick pile rugs. Here's the new Lark convertible. All dialed up with new 62 styling. 
There's big wagon room in the new 62 lock wagon, too. Look at that enormous cargo space. Please be sure to see and test drive all the exciting new 62 Larks at your Studebaker dealer with big car comfort at compact prices. And remember, they're endurance built by Studebaker. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. There you go. We're back here on Drive Time Radio. New York, Vinny hanging with you. It's a Saturday morning gray Looks like it might rain at some point. Yeah, they're calling for showers, but that's okay. It's sunshiny in my heart. And uh, we are uh, rolling through an edition of Drive Time this morning. Back with you to talk about some of the new cars that seem to be coming down the line. Um, First, let's get to this Honda Civic. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Bring a Trailer. Have you gone on the Bring a Trailer website? If you haven't, it's... I, the problem with the Bringer Trailer, and it's bringertrailer.com, the problem with the website is once you go on, you never get off. It's it's really, um, it, it just sucks you in. And what it is, it's a website for unusual, odd, different, and, um, val- you know, collector cars. But it's not like the auction websites. It's an auction site. But it's different. They select, they curate the cars that they put on the website. And people can comment on the cars that are on there. And you see some really interesting and some really cool stuff. You see, it's a, it's a, a history lesson in automobilia. Because you really do see some incredible stuff on there. And... Sometimes you get a bargain. Not a lot, though, because people really, you know, now a lot of people know about the site. In the early days of the site, a few years ago, uh, it was a lot more, you were a lot more likely to get a bargain. But since they've become more popular, a lot of dealers bid there and so on and so forth. So it's not as um, as oriented to bargains as it was at one time but it's still fun to look at still fun to comment and every once in a while you see something you say you know what i'm gonna bid on it i'm gonna try it i'm gonna see uh i'll i'll run upstairs and see if my wife will let me and uh, sometimes she will right but this past week something caught my eye there was a 2000 honda civic SI that was in, in nice shape uh, was accessorized. Now you know that these cars are, um, you know, very popular among the kids. They're uh, really uh, used, you know, to hot rod them up. They put spoilers on them. There's all different kinds of performance parts. There's fairings and. Sp- uh, um, ground effects kits and everything. Go over here to Dick's on Aurora on a Friday or Saturday night. You see what I mean? Is you know, four or five of them parked there. And really nice shape. I mean, kids, you, you don't have to worry about the youth of America because kids are going to keep the car culture thing alive. They're, they're, they're alive and well uh, with, with young people. And, um, so these Hondas are very popular. I didn't realize, though, that Bring a Trailer sold a 2000 Honda Civic Si that had some work done to it for fifty-two thousand two hundred and fifty bucks. Let me say that again: a 2000 Honda Civic Si. For fifty-two thousand two hundred and fifty bucks, in two thousand you could have bought five of them for that price. It's amazing to me. Now maybe I'm out of the loop. Maybe I'm not hip about, um, you know, f- Japanese uh, smaller cars, but it's a Civic Si. It's a great car. I've driven them. They're quick. 
They're nimble. You can work on them. Parts are very available for them, but 52250 bucks. I didn't see the car. But uh, for me to buy it at $52,250, it would have had, had to have probably about $42,000 in an envelope in the back seat. But that's what these small cars are going for. So if you, if you have a, a, a 2000 Honda Civic SI that's in good shape, go out and get yourself a ground effects kit and put it on, bring a trailer, and who knows how, how lucky you might get. You thought you were going to get about 3000 for it. Well, guess what, Pally? You uh, you might be able to do a little bit better than that. All right. Um, new cars that are coming down the pike that I've seen uh, this week so far. Within the next month, these cars are coming out. We, we spoke about the Mach-E that's going to be here in the fall, and the F-150 is coming in late June, the Ford F-150. BMW 4 Series has had a, a bunch of major changes. And that's coming down the pike later this month. The one that I'm really excited about, I'm a Volkswagen fan, uh, the Arteon, or the Arteon, if you are, but the, the Arteon, uh, which is uh, their big Volkswagen is uh, completely redesigned, and if it looks anything like the uh, sketches that they revealed a couple of days ago, this is a sweet car. It's a very, very attractive, low-slung, almost has um, almost has a mini Bentley feel to it. Uh, it, it reminded me when I first looked at it, it reminded me of the, uh, the Bentley uh, Continental Flying Spur, the two-door. It, it had that, just that low-slung, little bit hefty uh, lines, a little bit, you know, it looks a little maybe bigger than it is, but it really was um, a striking car. And if, uh, as I say, if uh, it looks in person like it does in the drawings, and you always have to beware, um, and drives reasonably well, uh, I think it's going to bring a lot of people into Volkswagen showrooms to take a look at it and and buy them. Uh, I'm a fan of Volkswagen. I drove one a couple of weeks ago, the Atlas Cross Sport. We did... uh, we did the review a couple of weeks ago, and just a, a great car. Also, uh, Hyundai, uh, the Santa Fe, a brand-new Santa Fe is out this week. Uh, I know they just retouched uh, the Santa Fe in 2018, but they've now uh, put kind of that new Hyundai face that's on the Palisade is now on the Santa Fe. So it looks more like uh, the the corporate SUV look. And um, I'm eager and anxious to drive it when it becomes available. Uh, I'm a big Hyundai fan. I just got out of the um, Sonata Hybrid. If you go to my page or my uh, drive time page, there's, you know, I do those little goodbye videos. And there's one there that... um, uh, for the Sonata Hybrid, and I have no problem telling you that it is one of my contenders for top five cars that I didn't want to give up. It's really a, a, a spectacular car. Feels and drives much more expensive than it is. It's really, you know, it's funny, it's a, it's, you know, a mid-sized sedan right up there against the Camry. And um, I thought it was every bit as good as the Camry and then some. And I'm a Camry fan. I like the Camry. I think the Camry is like the ultimate American car. 
um, with hybrid sedans now in question as to what the future holds for them because the business seems to be going electric. And these companies seem to be going electric, all electric, as the range increases. People are starting to, uh, to design. If you look at the future design, you look at Ford, what we saw last, and uh, we talked to uh, Mark Kaufman last week, it seemed like everything was going to go electric. Uh so you don't know the future of the hybrid. I mean, obviously, it'll it'll if you buy one, it's not going to not be functional or operational in six months or something like that. But this was just a well-crafted, attractive, sexy. It was a sexy car. And we'll have the full report on it next week, the full review. But it was just it was a solid, solid car the Hyundai Santa Fe, and um, it was really, uh, you know, fun to drive, took it on my long route around up up to Darrington and around through concrete and back down again. I have a regular route that I drive these cars on so I can compare them, and it's a combination of, you know, city driving, freeway driving, Curvy road driving, not so curvy road driving, straight away, and a stop at a shrine just to, um, I stop at the uh, St. John Vianney sign shrine up in um, Darrington just to say a prayer. We all need prayers. So I stop and I say a prayer uh, at the shrine because we could use a little prayer right now. Um and, and that car, that, that Santa Fe, uh, uh, excuse me, the um, the Sonata Hybrid, I'll tell you another thing about it, too. I don't want to spoil the review. It's the fastest car I ever drove in reverse. I can't remember a car that I put into reverse and hit the gas that went as fast as that car. I don't know how they geared it down. I don't know what they did with it. But, man, when I hit that reverse button, and turned turned around, looked at the screen, and then turned around because I don't rely just on the screen. And looked back. That thing shot like a rocket, man. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Things faster in reverse, then it goes forward. But that's what we have uh, coming uh, down the line as far as new cars that they have uh, revealed and talked about. And, um, again... Lots of stuff coming down the pipe. It's starting to lose up. The factories are going back to work in most cases. Uh, Ford is cranking out the uh, F-150s. Uh, the factories in Georgia and in Tennessee and Texas and you know all across the south are all getting back to work with proper precautions. And You'll start to see these cars appearing um, on the street. We'll be reporting on their uh, on their first drives and what they're like here on Drive Time Radio. So uh, don't forget to uh, keep keep tuned. Stay tuned because we uh, I love introducing you to new cars. I love talking to you about new cars and old cars and your old cars. I can't wait. I hope. I don't know. I haven't called out there to find out yet, but I'm hoping that I'm going to call the Triple X root beer place and find out that we can actually go out there on a Sunday afternoon and look at cars if we wear masks and socially distance. Uh, it's I've I've missed that so much this year. I've missed that. I missed the swap meet. Down at Puyallup, I missed the uh, the raceway in Monroe, Evergreen Speedway. I missed that. Uh, you know all these car things that we can't do. I hope at some point we can start doing them again. And by the way, for you NHRA fans, it will be coming back July third. The drag races will be back. The Mellow Yellow Series. 
uh, gets off to back-to-back weekends in Indianapolis. And so there'll be drag racing to go along with the NASCAR racing. As with NASCAR, there'll be no fans in the stands, but you'll be able to watch it on TV. Which I don't think does racing a lot of justice, to be honest with you. I don't think, to me, I don't know about you, maybe maybe you see it differently. I, I'm not a big fan of racing on TV because it just doesn't feel, you know, when you're there, you get the smell, you get the vibration of the engine, you get the, you know, the, the, the whole thing. There's, there's a, a feeling in a drag race, especially when they fire up them engines and it's like thunder in the stands, you know, you know. It's it, it it's just um it gets your uh you know I want to say it gets your testosterone going but I mean I see a lot of women that love it too so it's more than testosterone it gets going it's some kind of deep seated brain thing that goes on I guess but it's uh, it's a lot of fun and but it is what it is we can't go so you got to watch it on TV the NHRA coming back July third. Uh, the Mellow Yellow Series in Indianapolis. They'll be back-to-back weeks there, and then we see where they go from there. All right, when we come back, we got our cartoon of the week and our giveaway. Um, the JBL speaker, which I told you about before, and our guest will be uh, on Cartoon of the Week, will be a familiar voice to you. If you are a rock and roll fan, I know that you will know this guy, and... Uh, And we'll talk about him and you and cars and much more on Drive Time Radio on 1150 KKNW. Buckle up for safety. Buckle up. Buckle up for safety. Always buckle up. Pull your seatbelt snug. Give an extra tug. Buckle up for safety. Buckle up. Buckle up for safety. Buckle up. Buckle up for safety, always buckle up. Show the world you care by the belt you wear. Buckle up for safety when you're driving. Buckle up, buckle up for safety, buckle up. Buckle up for safety, always buckle up. Put your mind at ease, play your riders, please. Get your seatbelts buckled, everybody buckle up. The National Safety Council says... Seatbelts can and do save lives every day. Buckle up for safety, everybody. Buckle up! Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Oh, sorry. I was <laughs> I was clapping my hands. I didn't hear that the music was, was ending. Back with you on Drive Time Radio Saturday morning. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Otherwise, I'd be sitting in this room by myself, and that would be, uh, that's not good for the soul, is it? No, we all need, you know, it's, we all need huggins right now. We all need, we all need to be hugged. We all need to be, yeah, and we can't, I know, I, I know, it's tough, but we all need somebody right now, right? We need people in our lives, our families, our, our friends. We can't touch them, but you know, we got to be careful, but it's that time, you know, these, these times of unrest, these times of insanity, these times when we have to look into ourselves, that we, uh, that we, we need these people in our lives, and whether it be, uh, you know, just being alone is not, not a lot of fun right now, but this show's all about fun. This show is all about having fun, so I hope that you're having fun this morning. All right, it's time for our cartoon of the week. As I said, we have a JBL speaker to give away, and uh, we will do that after the cartoon of the week. I'm, so, You know, it's funny. This song, I have resisted playing this song because it's such an obvious song for cartoons. And it's such a popular song, and everybody's going to know it. And I resisted, and I resisted, and I resisted playing it, only because it was so obvious. And I like to find songs that aren't so obvious to play for you, that are things that you probably haven't heard before. But 
when this opportunity presented itself, I thought that this would be a perfect time to uh, do that. If you listen to uh, Michael Knight and me on our Facebook Live show, if you've ever listened to us, you realize that we are big Dion fans, Dion DiMucci, the Wanderer. You know, I'm the type of guy that likes to roam around. That Dion DiMucci. Well, Dion, at I don't know how old he is, has a new album that, that dropped yesterday. It's on Spotify. Uh, it's And he teams up with uh, such greats as Jeff Beck, Joe Louis Walker, and Van Morrison, Bruce Springsteen and Patti Schialfa, Paul Simon. Uh, it's, a, it's a great album. It's a bluesy album. And... His uh, honey-dripping voice, man, just slays you. I mean, it just puts you back in you. This guy has one of the best voices ever in rock and roll. One of the top, if not the top voice ever in rock and roll. And he's been doing it for years. Uh, he's older than us. He's probably in his, I think he's 71 or 72. And he's just, he's fine, man. You just listen to Dion, and he just, his voice grabs the song, and it just makes it his own. And this is just such a song. Uh, I will not say who originally done this song, because, for obvious reasons, because we're going to ask you a question after uh, the show. But here is, here is Dion. This is not from the new album. But this is Dion doing a very good job with this song. And um, take a listen to it on our cartoon of the week. There you go, Dion DiMucci. And Baby, You Can Drive My Car. A great, um, great cover version of that song. And now we will um, give away... Make your life a little more musically oriented by giving you this, um, one of you, this Clip 3 JBL speaker, the number one best-selling Bluetooth speaker in uh, 2018. It, the world's, everybody in the world has one, why don't you? It's a great speaker, I use it myself, and it's in bright orange so that you uh, you can see a picture of it if you go to our drive time page on Facebook. And if you go to our Drive Time page on Facebook at Drive Time Radio and TV and answer the question, if you're the fifth person to answer the question, who originally did that song that Dion DiMucci just sang? Who originally did the song that Dion DiMucci just sang? If you are the fifth person to answer that question on Facebook, I'll count down uh, the answers in the fifth one in the queue under the um, under the question. And I've posted the question on Facebook. The fifth one. We'll get the speaker. I will contact you by uh, by messenger or however you uh, don't put your phone number or anything down there because we don't want people to. Uh, but it's right there. The post is up. Who originally sang our cartoon of the week? Fifth person answers the question on our Facebook page at Drive Time Radio and TV gets the uh, JBL speaker. All right? So we have that. We've done that. We've taken care of that business. All right, quick break here. We come back with uh, a uh, our uh, drive-time road test of the week and a couple other things that we have, a piece of business we have to take care of as well as drive-time radio. I'm New York, Vinny on 1150 KKNW. Bright new beginning to a beautiful 1968. 
Chevrolet's Impala Sport Coupe. Dramatically new, distinctively styled. What strikes you first is the beautiful harmony of line. Every curve, every sweep is clean and compatible. Modern, fresh design. And inside, Chevrolet remembers your comfort with new colors, new fabrics, new instrument panel. Security, too, with the proved GM energy-absorbing steering column, new side marker lights. Impala 68, unforgettably beautiful. Right back to its new recessed taillights. Impala, America's favorite car, is at your Chevrolet dealers, who reminds you, be smart, be sure, buy Chevrolet. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk, 1150. Oh, man. All right. It is uh, that um, from the Dukes of Hazard, And that's an interesting, uh, interesting uh, version by Johnny Cash. Here on Drive Time Radio. All right. Time uh, to take a look at our uh, Drive Time Road Test of the Week. This week we take a look at the Mazda. CX-30, a small, um, I guess, subcompact SUV, which I thought was a, a winner, a very good car. You know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Mazda, as you probably know, but if you listen to me for a long time, I love the design on this car. It, uh, you know, consistent, obviously, with everything else, bigger uh, than uh, the Mazda 3, it uh, it goes slots into that that small SUV category with uh, a muscular, nicely carved out side panel, so it doesn't look flat. Um, the traditional Mazda front to it that looks like uh, that you know that wide open mouth uh, grill, and the um, and um, a, a, an almost. Um, forward-looking stance to it. It looks like it's ready to jump, ready to go. And the 2020 Mazda CX-30, inside, as you open the door and slide into it, very nice interior. The interior feels better than the price of the car. It's, again, one of those great uh, things that I always think Listen, you can design the outside of the car to look as nice as you want. The Mazda really hits that, but where do you spend most of your time? Not outside the car. You spend most of your time inside the car. And so that's where you you should sink your money. And Mazda has done that. It is a a sharp-looking dashboard. Uh, The um, controls are easy to operate. Uh, some people take a little bit of getting used to their um, system, their infotainment system. I didn't have any problem, but I, you know, go back and forth with monsters alike. Uh, but I thought it was uh, an excellent um, uh, seating position, wheel position, heads-up display on the premium model that I drove was centered and right, and just right in your. In, in your line of vision, so you didn't have to take your eyes on the road, off the road, to know exactly where you were going, uh, how fast you were going, and some of the other functions that they put in the heads up. The seats were supportive and nicely adjustable, and the materials in the front felt didn't feel cheap. They felt like, again, as I said, more expensive than the price point of the car. Sitting in the back seat, it was accessible to a big guy. It's, uh, you know, smaller than a, than a CX-5, uh, but there's still a lot of room back there for the class of car that is to fold the rear seats down. Um, they had... Um, uh, a lot of uh, cargoes. It, it wasn't voluminous, but it was enough to get you in there and, and put most of the stuff that you're going to carry in a car like this around. 
The only problem with the rear seat was if you're tall, I'm not. If you're tall, you could see that that you might have a bit of a problem if you were like 6'5 or something like that. But if you're 6'5, you're not going to probably fit in any of these cars. But 20.2 feet of cargo space uh, in the back. Uh, and the hatch opens wide. So if you have big objects, they'll get in there. The performance of the CX-30, you know, uh, it's, um, it's the Skyactive four-cylinder engine that they use, 186 horsepower. Uh, it mates up to a six-speed automatic transmission. It takes a little bit to get it going. It's a little slow off the line. But once you get it going, once once you hit the gas, it goes. It has no trouble keeping up with anything out there, and it doesn't get cranking. The interior noise has been cut down. It's good power to merge on the highway. If you're looking for a race car, it's not going to be a race car. But if this is what you're driving, you're not looking for a race car. Where it does shine, though, is in its handling. A Mazda handles like a sports car. Even their SUVs, they have somehow figured a way to ingrain that that Miata handling into their cars across the line. And so you enjoy driving this car. If you don't like to feel the road a little bit, if you don't like to be connected with the road a little bit, then this isn't the car for you. But if you like that feeling of driving the car and being connected and, and, and going through some curves with a little gusto and feeling it a little bit, then this is the perfect car. It keeps you engaged. Good feedback from the road. It's a fun-to-drive vehicle. And it's still comfortable. That's the thing about it. It's not like you're bumping all over the place. It's comfortable. And it'll uh, it'll get you where you're going. Three year, thirty six thousand mile basic warranty, a five year, sixty thousand mile powertrain warranty. It's a top safety pick for 2020, highest rating of all in the um, six crash test. Uh, the headlights. Make sure you get the uh, the headlights that go along with the uh, uh, the safety. There's two sets of headlights. Their driver assistance package is very good. Uh, and easy, and as I said, there's uh, four trim levels on this thing, the uh, uh, the 30 to select, the preferred, the premium. I drove the premium that was at, started at 28,002. I think it was 30,000 uh, as equipped. Uh, again, I think this Mazda is a, uh, a great car for you, a little extra room in a subcompact. You want something that's fun to drive and is agile and athletic. This is the crossover that you should take a look at. It's really a a spectacular little ride. All right, that is going to take care of business for us today. We thank you so much for listening to the show. We hope you got something out of it. Be peaceful, be kind to each other out there, and we'll see you next week at uh, at 8 o'clock if the Lord's willing and the creek don't rise. Take care of yourselves.